are you? Hello, hello. I'm good. Chilling. How are you? I'm good. It's just been a hard week solo with the kids. And I'm just bowing down to all single moms out there. I'm acting so fragile, like just watching them, it's being wild, with them huh? for like four days. And it's I'm like, so wild. someone saved me. But now I'm like, moms that are solo with the kids bowing down to you. I think that when you are in it from the beginning, it's just like this energy and you just do it. You go, go, go. And it's like, it's, it's different when you've been apart from it for a while or if you've never done it. Yeah. It's fucking hard to like, I, I'm this now that I'm spoiled with having a husband that, you know, participates more yeah. so than I even do sometimes. It's hard for me. I'm like, too, it's too much. I get like overwhelmed. But when I was a single mom, I was like carrying him around. I was just telling Andrew about this actually. You just like unpacking the car, taking the pack and play, throw him in it, do a client's hair, da 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 da. da. You're just going, going, going that you yeah. don't even think about it being hard because it's just like a second nature thing. He's like on you. And you're just yeah. doing it. But again, when you're not used to that shit, oh, oh my, God. my God, it's hard as fuck. Yeah. And I just feel like I'm really deep into work and I was getting my groove back of having a schedule yeah. and then spring break happens. Oh, fuck, man. And we did all the things because you also want to be a good parent where you're like, let me take you for on experiences and let yeah. me give you the time of your life. Yeah. And let me also make sure I'm on my shit with work. Yeah. Oh, I, that's hard yeah. for me. Isn't that just like the story of being a working parent? I kind of, I always like, I can't do both all the time. Yeah. It's hard for me. Yeah. Especially with what I do, I would be working like 18 hour days. So by the time, or even into like a Saturday, you know, working till three in the morning into a Saturday. So all Saturday, I just want to sleep and just recoup. And then there's Sunday you want to do all this shit with your kids and then you just right back at it on Monday. You know, it's hard to, ba- for me, it was hard to balance. I feel like I was a little more selfish and just focused more on work when I'm in it. I feel like I'm, yeah, I feel like my default energy is I want to be a little selfish. My personal identity is so important to me because mm-hmm. it's like, even though I'm a parent, I'm also learning how to continue being a human. You have to be, you have to be. It's I'm so like, oh my God. And they look at identity. They look at you for answers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and homie. Inspiration. And I'm like, homie, I'm trying to figure it out too. Uh, I'm still trying to figure this out. Yeah. Oh my God. And they, and they love you for it though. I think it comes from trauma, like past trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Because what happens to me is I go about my day Mm-mm. and then suddenly I get a flashback. Oh, it's so dramatic. I know, I know. And my therapist is just like, you are going to forever. This so it sounds really cliche, by the way. Yeah. But she's like, you are forever going to be a work in progress. Yeah. And you are going to, you're not going to be done. Like, okay, I'm done I evolving. Know. Sometimes I the think I'm end. done. I'll, I got to the place maybe a few months ago, I saw my therapist. She's like, oh my God, you've come full circle from when you came in here. Yeah. I was a single mom. I came in crying with my son. Like yeah. he was running around outside and I'm like, I just finally like snapped and I needed to go and finally figure out like, you know, what's going on, past trauma, parent shit, like who I am, all this shit. And then that was almost three years ago. I go back in and she's like, you're powerhouse. You're supporting your whole family. My dad moved in with me, so I'm supporting him too. And she's just like, look at you. Like you're a goddess. You finally stepped into everything and look at you. Like this is who you are. And then I go in a couple weeks ago and I'm falling apart and I'm like, no, 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 no. I was done. Like how did this fucking happen? I'm back at square one sometimes, you know? I think when you've experienced any type of trauma, you that recall Mm -hmm. that memory will sometimes come back and play devil's advocate with you yeah that's at least how i feel and i'm just it makes me feel like you're not you're not worthy of this wholesome life go back to the crazy shit you were up to yeah i want i feel so i knew this episode was coming and i felt a lot of things Mm -hmm. about it i feel like i share a lot of my story with people I wrote a Harper's Bazaar story about my drug use. Yes. I slowly but surely dropped these long-ass Instagram captions about some memories I have. But um, I've never really shared. I'm here to explain myself. (laughs) No. Um, Literally, 
like, let's just go straight for it. And we'll, I'll just, you know, throughout our journey of this podcast, we're both going to be sharing more and more as it comes to us. Yeah, and we're like, hard. oh, we've lived a long ass life. <laughs> it's hard to put it like in a brief, like last week when we were, oh, you were, it's hard. It's hard to like I say, start wait. to finish. It's like, oh, here are these moments that stuck out for me. And then you're like, oh, this was this part of my life. Forgot to say that. Like, oh, this is when it was, you know what I mean? It's hard to just go start to finish like your story, where I came from and then where I'm at now. There's yeah. so many levels to it. It's like levels to the how show. do you just throw it all in one quick hour? Right. I just can't like before I go in, I just can't wait for the world to hear more of you because oh. what they see, I know that your clients when you're they're in your chair hear from you and seek advice from you. Yeah. So it is like a pseudo therapist like we talked about. But for the most part on Instagram, you are this hot girl that we're just seeing <laughs> static images of. I love it. And it's less video conversations. Yeah, I used to be more, I was like I was telling you, I used to be more into that, sharing everything. Because I was like, like I said, single mom going, going, going. I was also like looking for a man, you know? So I had to like put myself out there. And also my son was like so fucking cool. So I would like, you know, want writer. people to see him. And people love that, love him. People still yes. ask, like, where's the writer content? I'm like, yo, I'm tired. And I'm also... I've settled down a lot more and, but I, I feel like I do need to come back with that hot girl shit and be more fun. Maybe, uh, get back into that little. Look with this, this is great practice. I'm just talking and then people are going to hear from you more and more. And I'm just so excited. Me too. Thank I know. You. Cause we do get like a little brief story from you here and there, but it's like, I like to hear oh you God. fill in the gaps. It's going to sound so ev all over the place. Because I have a little bit of ADHD. Yep. So like as I'm talking, I'm, I want to talk about the next thing and I want to skip over yeah. and like move like a decade later. Yeah. So I think I will start with, I never met my dad mm -hmm. because my mom, wow. me and her are so similar and we love creative people. Mm -hmm. So she fell in love with an artist. Mm -hmm. He was a musician and he was, yeah, he was an artist, a painter, I believe. And it was... A relationship and then she found out she was pregnant yeah and that's a buzzkill right it really men some men not some men they really can't handle that shit. yeah and so her best friend drove her to the hospital when it was time to deliver me yeah. he was probably drunk he was oh yeah and as a creative he was also an alcoholic yeah. yeah and there goes there goes the addict energy or the addict dna into yeah. natalie right mm -hmm. So, um, he wasn't part of my life. He probably, he was around for some of the photo moments when I was born. Cause right. that's what they do. Right? right. They show up and they get the diapers with mom and then they're like, peace out. Yeah. Good luck. Wishing you all the best. Yeah. But my mom, she's also a really strong woman. So she made the decision that I don't need this to be wishy-washy and you're around when you are, it's either you are in fully or you can't be a part of this joy. I can completely relate. I'm literally living that right now in this moment and that's what you deserve you no like I see my son get excited to go see his other dad and his real dad he's not his real dad but anyways we'll get to that another time yeah he, you know he wants to suddenly he wants to see him and he has fun when he goes to his dad that's that's a whole nother thing too but um his dad's well rested he's been on vacation from his son for what a year so he goes to visit him and he's like the fun dad and da 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 da, da. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he starts being less responsible, stops answering my phone calls when I want to check in because I don't trust him fully, you know, to be with my son. I want to check in. You know what I mean? Right. And luckily his mom's there. That's a whole nother thing too. But so he'll do this and then he'll go about it, see him every three months for a week and then – It'll be less and less. And then he's more irresponsible. So I don't want him to go. Yeah. And my son's like, I want to see him. Da, da, da. And then I just see him like deteriorating and like acting out. There's no schedule when he goes there. So he comes home and it's, it's just, it's sad. And it's something that I just put a stop to. So I can definitely relate with your mom yeah. there. Yeah. You can't live like that with and, your child. It's too much. And again, single moms are incredible. Yeah. It's, um, but it's really interesting because I didn't have a man being proud of me. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that father figure, that male figure yeah. proud of me. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and what's really strange, like I love your dad and he's a fig, he's, well, we love Andrew as well, but we love your dad. And so I feel like Ryder has so many incredible male role models around. I never thought he would. I thought it I was, I thought it would be kind of like you're saying, like I, he, I thought he would never have grandparents because like I said, his dad was just so in and out of the picture. Um, I don't speak to my mother. And my dad was like a hardcore drug addict when my son was born. So he barely saw him. And I thought like my dad would probably be dead by now at that point. So I was, I was like, fuck, it's just going to be me and him. There's no man around. Like I have very masculine energy. So I was trying to like right, right, do it pieces, all. But, yeah. And, you know, suddenly Andrew came in. Thank God, my husband, he's a fucking angel. And um, then my dad. That's a whole thing too. But yeah, anyways, yeah. he, he went to prison and when he got out, my grandma had dementia, so he couldn't go back to her. That's where he lived his whole life. And he, I was his only, I'm his only family, real family, you know, yeah. and we were super close growing up, but kind of lost touch as I got older. But, um, so he, I was not going to let him go live in a fucking halfway house. Right, so he's with you. So I like had to fill out all this paperwork as if I'm like adopting a baby and How full circle is that? Girl, let me tell you. You're parenting your parent. Yeah. I mean, I kind of did my whole life, like looking yeah. at it, looking back at it and having him move in with me. I was like, fuck, like, do I even want it? Can he hold a baby? Like not thinking he fucking raised me fully. Like yeah, he took yeah. me everywhere and I would hire a babysitter when we would leave. And he, and he, I was like, you can watch Ryder and then we're going to get a babysitter for Lola, our little, our little one. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, Aww, you know, he's like, and he's like, you think I can't? you know, deal with a baby. Okay. Cut to now the poor guy. I'm like, she's crying too much. Will you take her? She sleeps <laughs> with him the best. So Aww, they hang out. These he, are going to be the most special I see them together. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, that was me and my dad. And then he has Ryder, my, you know, my son. And yeah. I feel like he takes care of my kids more than I do sometimes, but I, you know, he loves it. It brings him joy. He's also getting his life back yeah. on track. It's and this so is so amazing to see. He gets to, um, he does, he's not missing out on everything he did yeah. miss during that time. Yeah. So he is probably, you know, he gets to see joy through their eyes. Yeah, he's proud grandpa. Yeah, this is, oh my God. Wouldn't you rather yeah. this than behind looking out a window, a small tiny window? Yeah. So yeah, like I said, I never thought that my kids would have grandparents. And now it's like. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin was incarcerated and he's a life coach now. So they yeah. literally yeah. talk we'll about a it. new meaning to life. Like yeah. talk about like that is, that's the reality check. Yeah. So dad wasn't around mm. and I was yearning for male approval of course. for a long time. So I truly feel like not only did abandonment issues hit from day one, but also my trust issues with men. Oh, of course. And so I realized through my life, it's not going to go in chronological order. It's only going to go like what makes sense today. Yeah. But I realized that I was punishing my my little boyfriends when I was younger, Girl. all the way till I met my husband. I was punishing boys and men for what my biological father did. And like proving like you don't need a man. You're this oh, and no, that. No, no, no. Like don't don't play with me. Yeah. Like, I do whatever I want. If you fuck with me, like, I'll fuck with you back. Yeah. Ten times Oh, harder. absolutely. Yeah, I played I strong. Mm-hmm. It's weird because I'm, I'm very emotional and fragile yeah. in a lot of ways. And you never know. You never know. I'm you, the strong you run friend. This shit, you know? It's yeah. weird because I'm the strong friend. Like, people will come to me for advice. Absolutely. And then when I have things going crazy, I shut down mm-hmm. because I'm like, I have a reputation to uphold yeah. and people don't care. They actually probably wouldn't mind the vulnerability, but yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to keep all the balls in the air and I'm trying to prove to people that. And yourself. Oh yeah. Oh, like I, I am my biggest this. critic too. This. Or you get so insecure about it that you're like, I'll never come out of this. So yeah. what's the point of talking to people? Yeah. And this is my new life. I'm like stuck in this. Yes. Yeah. And it's a yeah. cycle. And talk about feeling like this can all go away tomorrow. Yeah. I live that way all the time. Yeah, I too. believe too, in myself that, you know, this will always, um, I believe that I'm strong and sur- we have shown that we're survivors. Yeah. So I know that, no, you're going to have to, you're going to have to pull this away from me and I'm going to be, you're going to be dragging me. Exactly. Like I will never let this amazing life go. No. But yeah, I feel like anything can happen because I know what it looks like to live rock bottom. Yeah. And so, Control. 
I think control is a very big word in my life Mm -hmm. because I didn't have control from birth. Yep. I didn't have control over my dad leaving. So I started my addict tendencies and my control issues from, I don't know, six years old. I noticed my friends wanted to leave the house. I was an only child. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to leave. It was time to go home. Oh, I couldn't handle that. And I would lock the door. Girl, like, to this day, to this day, am I? Is Fashion Mom is like one big locking the door, Kelly? I'm, I'm just like, kidding. <laughs> like my like, very best leave, friend, right? I'll be like, come over. He's like, I only have a few hours today, and I'm like, just come p- pop by. He's like, no, you're not. Leaving. I'll come over when I have a whole fucking day because you never let me leave. Oh, I'm just like, don't yay, leave, don't leave, don't leave. Yeah. It's I can't do. I don't know yeah. why. Even if I'm over it and I want to go like be alone, I'm still like. Stay. I know. Spend the night. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what, do you want? You sure you don't want to do something else? Yeah, exactly. All After food. <laughs> so yeah, friends, and then um, I was. We didn't have much money when I was younger, yeah. so it was McDonald's. Like I lived there with my mom, basically. Yeah. And so I started to gain weight because when you're a little kid, if you're not making smart choices, you are gonna gain weight. Yeah. And, and my mom, exactly. My yeah. mom loved me no matter what. Like. When I look at those photos, I'm like, she's so chubby. Yeah, she, yeah. I want to squish her. But <sighs> girls are mean starting yeah. at, oh, my God, by, like, third grade. Girl, kindergarten for me. Those bitches were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, vultures. Mean girls happen so early. <laughs> Especially because, oh, the girls that have, like, the perfect life and parents. And so their parents are talking shit. So they think that they're, you know, that yeah. you're beneath them because they hear their fucking parents talking about how you single mom. They get da-da. it. They get it from, it starts at home. Mm-hmm. It starts at home for sure. And um, the bullies. start. Yeah, girl. It was fat, fat, nat. Stop. I mean, it's clever, but that's I should get a little, up. like, cute old English, like, necklace, fat, fat. Now nah, I'm going to reclaim Stop. that You shit. should have a PH. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <gasps> Wait. That's cute. Fat. And I love that. <laughs> and then, um, so, these little bitches. Yeah. And that's when my eating disorder happened. And I discovered and the internet. Control. Yes. And control. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I can't control them being mean to me, but yeah. I control Food and- what they perceive yep. and what I can do to change the way I look. And feel, you know. And feel inside. But the addict in me couldn't handle, just make smarter choices. No. I found the internet. Yeah. I went to Live Journal, which was like the early blogs, and I would find the Anna blogs and Anna, Anna oh, means anorexic. Real f- I remember yeah. hearing about those things and like, pe- like trigger warning guys into them. I was just like, I can't believe this fucking exists. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I just like for anyone listening, trigger warning. If eating disorders just makes you feel away. I just want to share that I'm going to be talking about that a little bit right now. Rice cakes. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. A few grapes. I learned that that's your way to get a little treat out of things. Yeah. So you don't pass out. Lots of water. So you flush everything out. And then working out. Every time my mom would, you know, turn off the lights for me to go to sleep, I was doing at least 200 sit-ups. Holy shit. And did it work? I thought if I looked sick, that works. Yeah, in hindsight, that's you. Plus, we had the Nicole Richies of that time when she. Yeah, oh yeah. my God, this God was bless before her, she's a queen. But when she was, yeah, you know, there this, was but the, this was still in the culture. It was before that, but really? it was still in the culture. I was twelve years old. Oh my goodness! So I was gaunt. I was looking really gaunt, and my yeah. mom was saying, "You look unhealthy," and that for me meant it was a compliment. It's working. Yeah, it's working. It's like that too. I yeah. definitely had. The influence of it was for me. It was a adults. My grandma was like so hung up. So my grandmother uh, took part in raising me, um, and she was so obsessed with like she was little, and yeah. she just always would brag about how skinny she is. And she was like four nine girl. Like she was just this little tiny little petite. Thing. Yeah, and she. Um, but don't play with her. She was. Oh, that's a feisty chihuahua there. Yeah, she was wild. And then my mom was addicted to working out. I mean, it was fucking Mm -hmm. crazy. I lived at the gym with my mom when I would see her, which is rarely insane. So it was always her working out and looking hot. She, my mom, it's a whole thing. But um, so it was like that. You look unhealthy. Or if I started getting like a little booty or anything, it was like they would notice it. My grandma would be like, oh, like, look at that. And it. It gets to you, even little tiny comments. I think that's you know? a really good takeaway that people should 
think twice about the comments you make about child's bodies, yeah. your kids' bodies, yeah. because they can build a complex from yep. that. It's so true. So yeah, I was a hot mess. Like from for for those two years, I was being pretty reckless. Um, reckless meaning I was overdoing it mm-hmm. to stay really thin. And then I was not making I was making my mom very worried. And then I was wearing braces this whole time. So it's a whole look. I I hadn't found a... Okay. Picture this. 13, right? Skinny. Mm -hmm. Not skinny, cute. Skinny, gaunt. Yeah. Braces. My mom didn't allow me to use a flat iron. So I had curly bangs. Oh, I had those. This was like a whole thing. Curly bangs. Did you? There were flat irons even around then? I didn't get to a flat iron until it was much But I didn't learn how to do a round brush blow dry. And then, okay, so I had braces, the flat. Oh, and I wasn't allowed to shave, so I had a mustache. Girl, I still have a mustache to this day. And, and my crush, I'll never forget, he said, I really like you, but you have a mustache. Stop. <laughs> You're like, and you don't. Sorry, that's Mexicans. Like, we're hairy. Yeah. We're so, we're cute. We have dark hair, but we, we also learn how to, you know, curb our our very rapid hair growth yeah. but at that age i wasn't allowed to my mom was trying to protect me from the whole life but the right. whole life found me right right very soon later You're like it's not about the looks it's about the energy so okay 12 13 i found the whole life <laughs> i'm in middle school and my body was changing yeah and not only i was i stopped being super skinny because i noticed like it was all about um, nutrition, mm-hmm. you know, it, nutrition, like that break in, in middle school. Yeah. So you go and you grab your hot Cheetos and you, or you put nutrition. your like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, you know, your nutrition. I would have like the big cookies in school. Oh, they always yeah. were good. And you're just like talking shit with your homegirls mm-hmm. and you're just like eating little snacks. Yeah. And it's just, I noticed I was getting a little ass and boobs. Like and a, the boys and, mention and it. And the boys love it. And I, in hindsight, I'm like, I was getting literally, um, molested every day by getting smacked on the the ass ass. that was me or we were watching forrest gump in like fifth grade and a boy went into my shirt and grabbed my boob and i thought it was like oh cool someone likes me and there goes that like craving male attention thing yeah and you know how to get it yes and i was like oh this is gonna be my power yeah and and so i was not going home and going mom what is going on i'm smart enough i'm aware I'm like, oh, this is going to be my way to manipulate. Yeah. And I was rolling up my shorts, oh, you yeah. know, as short as can be, yeah. pissing off my mom because my mom was Stuffing having a, yes, she was having a heart attack, think, like trying to chase me around, but you couldn't stop me. No. I was shoplifting. I, I found that life. And I was like, for some reason, I was like, this is for me. I identify with good. this unhinged lifestyle. And you got that rush. You I got know, the rut, like, the addict behavior you know, before the addict behavior. I was not true. doing drugs by then, but I I was getting that little rush kicks. Of stealing, the rush of the attention. No that, drinking. That dopamine hit. I wasn't doing anything yet. Yeah. Me, you know, I'm 13, mm-hmm. but a few months later, I jump into high school, braces off. So all that energy yeah. and the braces are off. And the braces are off. So I started dating the oldest boy in my high school immediately. He was 19. I was 14. Those motherfuckers. Can we talk about that? That's like our The remedial schoolboys. Yeah. And they like want to fuck the freshmen. And, and it's what like, I yo, feel, are you kidding me? I feel like they Looking literally back. fuck up their grades so they could stay as long as possible. That's wild. That's, that's some real shit though. Or even after they graduated, it's like, well, I was already dating her. Yeah. So it's okay. It's like she's 15, homie. If you're listening, dude, you know who you are. Get out of my DMs. Yeah, for real. I'm serious. <laughs> you're married with kids. Oh, those ones. And so I, um, oh, I was, I went wild. Yeah. Yeah. I went wild in high school. And then by like midway, I started smoking weed. And then all the drugs started happening. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was, it was a weird balance of wanting to control my image, but wanting to lose control through drug use and alcohol use because yeah. I needed to get lost again too. So I'm playing this like yo-yo of, I need to get lost. I need control. I need to go all the way un- 
controlled because I've been tight wound. But you also want to be the girl who can like do the most, do the most drugs. Do the drugs, most, super competitive. Be the most fun, stay up latest. They used to call me Hoover because there's oh seven, God, there's seven <laughs> letters in Natalie. Let's put it that way. And I would literally snort all those letters. Oh yeah, girl. But then you do it all. I don't know what your tolerance was, but I went all the way and I'm the first one that's like, you might have to call the, the ambulance. Oh yeah, I never had that. I I just like couldn't overdose. I was wild as fuck. I was the last one to bed. My old self envies that. Ugh, it was a nightmare. But people got annoyed with that shit. I'm like trying to wake people up. It's like you're like, let's go. I'm like digging in. Like, okay, well, if I'm if I'm out of coke, what else do I have around here? Yeah, so I'm oh. like figuring out what other drugs I can do Absolutely. until they're all gone and just like up all night. I wouldn't do like, you know, the two day runs or anything, but I was just like, like, yeah, I, could, I don't know what it was. I never, there were nights when I would lay in bed and be like, yo, my heart is beating really fast. Yeah, I'm yeah, a little yeah. scared, but like I never, um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I just had that drug addict in my blood from my dad. I, don't I know. thought I, I just, did too. I just, um, I think I've always had a little bit too. of a conscience too. so little. I was always, yeah, I was, I stayed petite and then I just stayed that way. Yeah. But it's not, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I have to just like watch myself telling people, I don't need to like, um, apologize for looking the way I do. I just do. And I, and I do a lot of work to stay fit, I guess, but there was a really unhealthy way I was doing it before. Right. Um, and so drug, 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 I'm like drug, 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 fuck, 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 being a little hoe. My mom, what, what, what really sucks that it's interesting being a parent now. Yeah. That you don't want to scare them. You want to protect them. Yeah. And my mom was protecting me and she was saying all the right things. Like don't have sex too early. If you're going to go to the mall, like please stay at the mall. Don't go anywhere else. I had to weasel around oh, this yeah. city and it's you like, what could she have done? Door, you go up the escalator and then out the parking lot. <laughs> and then it's like off to the races. I just, I keep thinking like, what could she have done? Cause I don't want her. Cause we've even had tearful conversations now. And I'm yeah. like, what mom? Cause she's like, I feel like I failed you. And I'm like, no, I There's literally, she could have done. I was you chasing that life. Yeah. Some people are like, that's scary. I've heard people say like, I took one puff of weed and realized it's not for me. And I'm like, oh, I cannot relate. I took one snort, puff, everything, inject everything. And I was like, that's for me. Yeah. This, I identify You're with like, this. You're like, oh, this is how I feel this good in my body. This is how I feel good this in my is body. How, yeah, it clicked. Yeah. And we know a lot, I'm sure we both know a lot of people that they were just like, oh, it's, you know, that's not really like the type of person I am move apart from those people yeah and you start going into that that other way with the other people that you can relate to and who have the drugs (laughs) I really feel like people who have done drugs I love my soap my friends who have never done anything it's amazing to me yeah but I is crazy I'm just like wow yeah like way to go how the fuck did you (laughs) do that clap clap yeah but truly I'm not even being sarcastic. I no, truly seriously, believe that. I'm, I'm right there with you. But I do believe that everyone who has done some type of substance, they have the twinkle in their eye because they've seen the other world. Yeah. That's, that sounds so druggy. No, it's true though. But I just feel like you've seen under the carpet of this world and you've seen the roots of this life and it sucks you in. Yeah. And it feels like you were in a video game and everyone that's here in real life is like, you've been there, right? And the cra- the, the older you get, the more drugs you're doing. For me, the crazier yeah. you get, the more wild shit you're doing, you know, you're pushing it to the limit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just, of course, I went and went and did the most college. I was, I feel like the party life really sucked me in. And because I was a creative, like my trade was writing, mm-hmm. it doesn't really um, get in the way. No, it makes it better. It right? makes it better. You know, like a Jack Kerouac type of person, Bukowski, like yeah. being a writer and doing drugs go hand in hand. Yeah. Being an alcoholic goes hand in hand. And it made my writing better. And You could write more. <laughs> yeah. Bigger. You can stay on adrenaline. And so there weren't a lot of lessons being learned during that time. I was in this moment where I really got sucked into the nightlife scene and 
got, you know, continued into the party scene and was getting by in my grades. So again, there were no lessons being learned. So I kept going at it and no one was stopping me because all of my friends around me were also, we were on a similar wave. So it's interesting. I'm not here to give any people my age the responsibility. You know, like you're not giving your friends, making them responsible for you. We were all egging each other on. Like how much pills can you snort? How much this can you do? Right? So it's just like, you can't expect them to go, you know what, Natalie, take it. You know, you need to take it slow. Like, no, we were all experimenting. Yeah. And so and you're the fun one. So they never tell you to stop because no, you're like, I'm actually, that shit going. yeah, we keep going. And I decided to, it was so weird, Erica, because I think about my life sometimes, even right now. And I'm just like, it was college. And I met my, one of my best friends and we were snorting everything and anything because my stepdad was a doctor. So oh, he, shit. he, you know, he will get into that guy one day. But for the most part, he's a lot to do with my co- my adult drug use and my continued abuse of it. But he just had all the access. Yeah. And he was also unhinged okay, and so going through a know? lot. Did he know that you were Yes, of stuff? course. Oh, wow. He's kind of like, oops, it's there. Yeah, my dad was definitely distributing you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and they're almost like, come down with me. I'm and dragging also, you down with yeah, me. Yeah, like let you do that kind of shit. Like, oh, I'm supervising you. It's like yes, they, yes, they yes. want to fucking hang with you and like on that level in a weird way. It's not – they're not bad people. They're just – they're drug addicts too. That. You know? And they almost – they were lonely. Yeah. <laughs> so our house was the party house in North yeah, Hollywood. Same, 818. Same. Represent. <laughs> woot woot. And um, <sighs> he was always in his his room with the door locked. Yeah. So in a way there was, it was better that I was getting totally wasted at my own home. Yeah. But it's sad to me that like, that was, it feels very dark when I think about it. I'm trying, I try to live right now processing everything in this way of we had fun. And that's what we're going to continue talking about. Like how we're reframing our past. Yeah. But I am also still struggling with like, oh, I wish I could take care of that that little girl, Real. that inner child. So I'm I think about that making up for lost time. All the wholesome stuff I wanted to do when I was a kid, I was too busy being you didn't dark. Fit in. Like right. your parents didn't provide that. that so safe I'm doing place that, and even with or without my kids, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> like I'm just having. <sighs> Some, I'm having crazy fun and I'm having innocent fun too. Well, I was just thinking like about you and it's like, yeah, you went like nuts with the drugs. You went all the way, but like looking at everything you do, you go all the way. And it's like in the opposite direction. I mean, I'm talking down to like the bathroom in here in the, in the fashion mama's clubhouse. You're like, you have the diaper set up. It's so thoughtful. And you have like every size. And it's like, I would never think of that shit. You're like, oh yeah. Like, fuck, it's gotta go. I'll run and go get, you know what I mean? Like you do it well. Girl, thank you so much. There is something so weird where I feel alone sometimes. Not with you. When I found you, I was like, oh, I, know, I love you. I love you. Something that's so weird though, that I am not a prototype yeah. or a stereotype of any sort of way is that all of that shit happened. Yet, like within, when I was in college, I was like, this is not for me. School is not for me. Oh, I yeah, want to start same. making that bread. I want to start working. I want to get experience. And I worked my way to the top working for like five, Fortune 500 companies. Yeah. And some of my friends, whether they did drugs or not, were left in the dust and they yeah. actually didn't make up much of their life. Yeah. God bless them. Yeah. But something crazy that some calling in my life and my spirit was like, you're also the really, the most fucking driven person yeah. in this world. Well, you wanted to get the fuck out of that house. Yeah. Like you were raising yourself anyways. Why be around... I mean, I don't know how your mom was, but I mean, why be around these people that aren't protecting you? Right, right, right. Get out my there mom, and do your own thing, you know? That's how I She tried her best, but it's like sometimes mother-daughter relationships are complicated, and I definitely feel like we were a stereotype of that. Like, we were definitely – because we were butting heads because she's a strong woman, and well, I'm a strong – you grew up together. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And so it's a really weird dynamic to be very responsible – work-wise and career-wise yeah. and driven as hell and have accomplished so much yet 
even now, even sober from narcotics, yeah, I feel that I still have it in me. And I have to fight that every day. Girl, I'm right there. Sometimes I'm stressed and I'm like, a line of Coke would solve all this. Oh, yeah. But so it's a really strange place to be. And I really, I think we need to advocate for it's okay to also feel all of those feelings. You could feel like I want to accomplish the most. I want to have wholesome days with my kids. I also have it in me. There's that dark side. And that all the time. You know, like when you have gone, when you were in that life, you know, we can sit here and say like, oh, okay. I'm Like I said, I'm almost three years sober. Um, and you're fully sober. Like I'm, I'm so sober. proud of I you. Shit. I mean, I, I even have to be careful with like NyQuil. It doesn't get, it doesn't get me yeah. high, but like, I don't want to feel out of control when I've been sober for so long. I don't yeah. want to feel like woozy in any way. I don't want to feel whatever. So you, we have that dark side inside of us. And for a while we're like pushing it down, pushing it down, fighting it, fighting it. And then you start getting like, you just are this sober or off narcotics. Like you yeah. just, that's who you are. Right. But you get that itch and it's maybe not to do drugs, but it's like, you want to do some weird shit. You know, you want to like, I don't know. I can't think of what, I get what you're exactly saying for me, but you get this, you like, need a vice. You need something to, even if it's just being sneaky about something, you know, like, like we were just talking about this. I won't name names, but, um, I have a, a friend who it, just even as, as simple as like keeping something from your partner and it doesn't have to be like shady or you're fucking anybody else. Don't like get it. Self-sabotage is an but, like, something behavior. little when you're like that little insecure part of you, that's like, Oh, I'm not good enough. I'll do this stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And you justify it because you're like, this is all I have left, Amen. you know, some dumb shit. Absolutely. Like when you're going to creeping on your ex's shit or, you know, just being, just being a little weird, like off, off of your normal personality. Like why would you look at something that's going to make you feel shitty or, you know, like that kind of thing. Absolutely. I feel like self-sabotaging is definitely an addict behavior Yeah, because yeah, that's the thing. We can frame it as we are just letting loose sometimes. Mm-hmm. And or you have that dark energy. Yeah. Let's be like, let's call it what it is. Like you're fully sober and I bow down to you. I smoke a lot of weed and I still drink. Get it, girl. If I can do it, I would too. One thing I won't say is I'm sober. I don't think that's fair. I'm sober off narcotics specifically. That's a big fucking deal. I'm no longer abusing that, those type of drugs. Yeah. But I'm not Miss Clean as a Whistle and I'll never lied to but anyone it's not that like this is not this is not that kind of world no one is i mean alcohol and but i think we need to give our like, flowers to those who really have practiced full sobriety because that is special so kind of oh, naming it other things so we can be part of that group isn't fair to all the hard work you guys do and i, I truly think i don't know what you think because yeah, there's a lot of mixed magnet work every day <laughs> in la like california sober all of those those words are just yeah. like it's dangerous because there's people that really do the work every day. Yeah. That's not fair. It's almost like just say you smoke weed. Yeah. You don't need to add the sober part because that's right, not fair right, to right, the work right. you guys do. Yeah, it's that's definitely a thing. I don't when that came out, I will say. Like it's not that I was judgmental. It made you feel was, a way, right? But I'm just like, why? Yeah, exactly. You said, like, why you gotta be sober? Like, why can't we just like I wish I could if you can smoke weed and stay sober, then you don't need to be fucking sober. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if I get a taste, like, okay, there's CBD out there, whatever, that kind of stuff. Like, whatever, there's no THC, that kind of thing, do your thing. But if you're smoking weed and you are a person that, like, doesn't want to drink alcohol or doesn't want to, like, for me, I, I can't. You, taste, ha- you have to have it all I or can nothing, be around right? people partying. Like, I actually, like, I you love that. You have been around be, me. Yeah, I want to be with my friends still. I don't give a yeah. fuck. There's some people out here. I don't want to be, like, the sloppy, annoying people who probably should be sober. But I'm glad you didn't come to my birthday party. Uh, no. I missed See, I you there, but shit. look. We have so, that's, but that's different. That is a party. Oh, Halloween. You came to the Halloween party, though. Yeah, but that's a party. That You know, that's not like you that's go to That's not on house, a regular schmegler day. Right. Yeah, to absolutely. go do some shit. And they're, like, just smoking, fucking, rip, ripping a bong, like, the whole time you're there. It's just like, okay, you know like I don't want to be there but for me if I get like I can smell weed I can smell alcohol like whatever but if I once I get that like even a lick of it you're gonna want to go and go and go first of all I didn't drink alcohol drink alcohol I drank I drank alcohol to escape from me and um I drank alcohol so I could do coke I was like lowering my inhibitions and then I didn't feel as good whatever I needed coke to drink alcohol and vice versa 
So the second I take a sip of alcohol, I'm like, yo, where is the Coke at? I'm not trying. Let's go. As yeah. I, I'm three years, almost three years sober. And so that wasn't necessarily my story up until I got sober. It was more drinking, but before that, that's yeah. what my life was all about. And like, I didn't want it to keep going in that direction. So I had to stop drinking. I had to just cut it. Um, because I didn't want to become that person again, yeah. that like I was yeah. prior to having my son and you know, yeah, no, it's absolutely. Wild. It's wild out here too. Like this is like where people come to party mm-hmm. here in New York. I mean, Miami, but I don't know, whatever. It is really interesting because we have so much that we can relate on. Yeah. But I do have that side. And it'll be interesting watching that as we talk. I bet a lot of the people we talk to still, you know, practice some things. I definitely actually know for a fact some of the guests we're booking. They're still playing with party favors. Fuck yeah, do your thing. And that's that's how I – honestly, Erica, that's how I feel about I'm a vegan. I've been a vegan for over a decade. Yeah. My husband eats all the meat. I really – I think – Whatever works for you. I think we relate so much because we're literally like whatever flows to your boat. Yeah. However you decide to exist in this hard, overwhelming world, that's on – that's you. Because we're the freaks. We know how hard it is to, you yeah. know, to be a part of like, – living is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Like what was I said to my friend? You know, my friend said to me. Um, living fuck, is fucking so hard. Good. That is so – it's so – it's so like basic, but it's straight to the point and it makes so much sense. It's just – Like where's our compensation? I want to know. Day. Like I need – I feel like I deserve something just for like getting out there. Validation. Yeah. I need a gold star like my son gets when he reads like five books for in a real. week from school. And I think a lot of people feel like that, but people – don't want to talk about it or don't want to don't want people to know that because oh it's instagram never mind instagram is the validation machine right but then but then you look like a fucking show-off bitch if you're like this week i and so it's just kind of like you have to make the choice are you like fuck it i'm gonna share because it makes me happy and my people the people who really love me know that we're all rooting for each other yeah and then the other people are just kind of like it's their coping mechanism to be like Oh, that's so annoying that they're showing off, but that's your trick. You're triggered. Oh, like, that person is accomplished. Do, yeah. Go do your thing. Figure everyone flex. Everyone yeah. flex. Why dim your, dim your light and dumb yourself down? Uh, I know. I know. I agree with that. It's hard. Well, I, like I used to be less comfortable, um, like dressing the way that I like to dress because I felt like I was making people other people uncomfortable, uncomfortable, you know, and like I've stopped giving a fuck about that for quite some time now. If anybody's listening that knows me, you know that. Um, but for me, that was like my way of dimming my light, just like doing what makes the group of people that I'm walking into comfortable. And since I don't want to do that anymore. I don't hang around people that make me fucking uncomfortable. Like if you don't accept me for what I am, like you can go. That's all good. That's all good. Me. I don't, I don't have to sit here and not wear my little crop tops or whatever the fuck I want to wear, um, to, to make other people feel okay. I know that that's definitely something that's going to come up or some people might not even listen. Some people might not even listen to this podcast because of how we look. Yeah. Like you think so, that we're just dumb. Or they've bitches. heard enough likes. <laughs> I am from the 818. I am from the Valley. We are girls say like. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm also an accomplished person in this world. You that can has drop done a, a like when you need to talk like a. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a business person. Oh, yeah. It's not. It's not like. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of damn panels in this world and summits. And I got by just fine saying like when I need to. So, yeah. but sometimes when girls are ranting and we're just having fun and relaxed, we're going to talk the way we talk and boys have their way and humans have their ways yeah. of talking. So I just think that people need to stop judging one another and just exist how they want to exist. And it'd be really freeing if we're not, um, worried about how other people are acting Because it just literally looks like a reflection of your own insecurities. And that shit, like, I get that. Like, and I'm definitely like that with strangers. Like, you know, do your thing, whatever. But, like, people close to me, I have to – that's that control thing again. It's like the way you're acting is about me. Right, right, right. It can't just be, like, you are that way because something's going on with you. It's like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. And what – or what did I do 
to deserve this or to make you be like this. And right. That's that like self judgment. But I think, yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like, just try to forget that like people are acting the way they act because it's how they are. It's not, has nothing to do with you. And it took me, that's a great point. And it took me, I'm 38 now. And it took me many years. I almost think it took me becoming a mother mm-hmm. and just maturing Yeah. to be like, this is who I am fully. Yeah, I'm growing peace. every day. And if you don't accept me or want to be a part of my world or are hate watching me, right? I, I'm minding my own business. I do not notice anybody else. I know I know my people <laughs> and I'm just gonna focus on them yeah. and my family. Gas them up and be exactly. around, you know, yes. keep your circle tight. And isn't it better when it's easy? When yeah, you're French and peace. friendships. And then sometimes I'll like bigger with girlfriends and I'm like, oh, we've reached the next level of friendship. I right. can't wait for our first fight. No. I'm excited because <laughs> it's just, it'll take it to the next level. And we're both so sassy. So I it'll know. be so good. It'll be a moment. We're not going to agree on something. Yeah, and good. Yes. And I hope you feel safe to speak up. Yeah. Oh, girl. I feel safe everywhere to speak up. It's a problem. Yes. It's a problem. She said it's a problem. When I'm driving around bumping Renegade, I'm like, who the fuck do I think I am over here? Like scream singing some some Eminem about saying what I want. Oh my God. But there are so many times where I I don't apologize anymore. I used to say like, I'm sorry I acted like that. Now I'm like, live in yourself. This is who I am. And this this, if you can't, if you're offended by it, that's your fucking problem. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to like cut people down, but I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to speak my truth. I talk this way. This is who I am. I'm maybe an alpha female, whatever the fuck it is. I yeah. don't know. Bossy, who cares? But if you're yourself and you speak up for yourself, defend yourself, people are like, oh, that person's a bitch. It's like, no, I'm just comfortable in my skin. Oh my God. I was just saying that yesterday. Absolutely. I just think that also, men get to just be straightforward all the time yeah, with one another. And exactly. then they're bros and then they, you know, they high five and all that yeah. shit. And women, we are just so careful around each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll reclaim bitch. Whatever. Yeah. You can call me that. I'm fine. not like that. Mm-hmm. I, I used to be like that. Like just sit there and listen to the conversations no. and not chime in as much because first of all, I couldn't relate. Or if I didn't agree mm-hmm. with it. Well, not, you know, I don't want to fight with people. So I don't. Yeah, I just and I'm let not here to go. antagonize people. I also am like. I don't argue for the sake of hearing my voice. Some no. things are not my, worth my time. Like yeah. I don't argue on the internet. Peace. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Don't go in my IG stories opposing, giving me your hot take about like, not you, one yeah. person giving a hot take about my, using my platform to say what I want to say. Yeah. I'm not, I'm going to put a little heart or I'm going to leave you on red. Like, yeah. I'm not getting involved. No. If you really feel happy that you spoke your piece, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I'm not here to be like, actually. Yeah. No. Like actually. you feel the way you feel. I don't give a fuck. I will say, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I do try to uphold like my image as a mother, but yes, my brand yes. is a little bit. We you know, have boundaries. Sassy. Yeah. But I recently got a little messy on the internet and you know what? That's what the fuck's going on that day. Like I usually bite my tongue and let people be who they are. But like, if you're going to come from my family or my man, like (laughs) my friends are going to support me in fucking you up on the internet, bitch. Like do not come for me. And that's, that's the one time where I'm like, no. But if, uh, but you not know, me putting the example. ninja emoji, yeah, not me, not me posting your fucking crazy ass. I Literal can't even. Image. Oh my god! People like tag her, tag her. Uh, people th- were saying tag her. Oh my god! I wish I could tell the full story. We're egging but you on. She did see it. I'll just let you guys know ah. that she saw it. She saw it. She knows. She asked me to take it down. It's like, yo, if you want to be who you are and fuck with me, like, there's not. I said what I said. Yeah. Period. Yeah, absolutely. Period. It's just, it's just so funny that people think (laughs) that they can say whatever. And this is you saying, actually, bitch, Yeah, I have something to say. So, and that's okay with me sometimes, you know, I don't, I don't want to instigate or get involved in people's stupid shit. But like I said, if you're going to come from my family or come from me, they're like, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, And I don't like to get messy on the internet because I've grown up and that shit, people screenshot that shit, and that's forever. So they they really had to have done something. That's oh, yeah. what you're saying. Oh, there was, yeah. You're there like, was, um, this was a line you crossed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's and a warning. And to all the girls out there, don't be DMing girls' husbands. It's tacky, and it's ghetto. <laughs> like, are you okay? No. Are you, like... Right? Is everything okay? Yeah. Grow Person? Up. 
grow up. Like, why do you want someone else's man, by the way? What's that? Can we, can we get into that for a second? Or or is this like people, you don't want to hear about this kind of shit? Like, why are we, why are girls coming for other girls' man? Is that like a thing? No, I think there, there should be code here. There should be a loyal, I'm a Pisces though. We're loyal as hell. Girl, me too. I will, if you, you have a problem with someone, that means we have a problem with someone. You know what sucks And then guess what sucks is if you're back I'm not back. Yes, that's what I was just gonna <laughs> fucking say. It's like, yo, do not tell me you don't like someone and they fucked you over because. And if I see you guys doing a selfie later, I'm gonna be like, I no, don't I'm like still this situation. Mad at them. Like yeah, they yeah, are yeah. not. No. So this is why, Erica, <laughs> I don't gossip because I also, if we really don't like that person, we also don't have that person around. Yeah, we don't need so to talk shit. So if you're gonna be, that's why in fashion moments. Um, I don't, I stay out of like the member gossip because yeah. these are all there members. Member and gossip? They're here. There is little oh, I women. I think I women just have, um, women have opinions and women, you know, mean girl energy is very close in proximity oh. and, and we have to practice every day. Not yeah. women have to practice every day, not to get too clicky. But and I think it's important like to keep the peace world. as a leader. Yeah. So I always stay out of it and I tell them I don't gossip. Yeah. I will say my sidebar with my best friends, yeah. not about the members ever, but about like crazy anecdotes about life. Right. But you are not going to, to disrespect part of the family in that's in our community. No. You know what I mean? So, and it's also, it's like if they're your kids too. They're my like kids. In a way. Like, they're my freaking if kids. If my kids are going to fight, like you're not going to play they're favorites. They're my mijas. Everybody, yeah. like you're here to support all these women. Even if you brought this group together, like you're protecting everybody. And then give me the benefit of the doubt that I have eyes and ears. Yeah. And I'm aware of different personalities. Right. So it's just, I don't need to be involved in that. Like, you don't have to tell me. I already know. And I'm staying out of it. And I'm staying out of it. Yeah. And then it's just girls who do gossip, even if you don't have a community, you just gossip in the world. Just look at how you look because what you're doing is you're talking to another girl about someone else and then you're taking selfies with them and you're partying with them later. Who's to say that you're not going to talk about that friend? You're talking shit to the, about me to, too, homegirl. Exactly. If you're the gossip girl, yeah. that means that you we also gossip about, gossip about me behind right. my back. Right. So it's just not cute. Yeah. I felt so free when I removed myself from that. And sometimes I seem like the downer friend because yeah. girls trauma bond and they bond over talking shit about other people. A I lot like of times sh- uh, talking shit about situations, like talking shit about things that happen that you're like, I don't get down with that kind of behavior. You don't have to name names. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you just yes. say the friends that agree with you like, oh, we agree that this not, but it's not about a person or it's like shit that I used to get into. Like, I'm not down with that anymore. Or shit that people used to do to me. Like, I'm not down with that anymore. I think that's healthy to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, no, not absolutely. Absolutely. You're not like, names. everyone's perfect. Life is perfect. That's right. not it. I'm just like, I gossip about my fucking old self. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's yeah. who I'm talking about. I'm yes. worrying about myself. Exactly. Exactly. You know? I just, I just noticed that women or human beings, but you know, mostly too. women. Let me tell you. What they do is, that's the icebreaker. You're like, oh my God, what is she wearing? Oh my God, did you see this? Uh, and that's that not fair. What else can you bring to the table? Show me yeah. that you know how to talk beyond talking shit about other people. I just, you know what I kind of do? And I, you probably noticed this. Actually, you're so busy when, and during events. I just like buzz around. I don't stop in any circle and start like really getting into it with people. Like I walk around. Oh, cute outfit. Like, oh my God, your kid's so cute. <laughs> I'm chasing my crazy ass kid. I'm not sitting there like jumping in. Like if you want to start talking to me or you already know me and you want to introduce me to a friend, we're doing that. But I'm not like kind of interject. And you're not here to wait for acceptance because no. you are secure in yourself. I'm busy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I don't have time to talk shit. I, but I will say, I was just talking to a friend about this, about gossiping. Um, they do that. Like we were talking about like, Hey, you gossip about this person. And then you go over there and you are liking their pictures or like you're starting to be friends with them now. It's like, maybe they're gossiping because they're insecure. That person made them uncomfortable. But I don't, like you said, I don't like that. Once you tell me something about somebody, like you better not take it back because as long as you feel like you can also say it to them, like, bitch, she's a loud mouth. I'd tell her too. And then you guys all play and it's fun and games. It's just, what people are afraid of, I hate to reveal this, but I feel like what people are afraid of is like, oh, that person has clout or a lot of followers. So I feel like I also need to keep them close, even though they get on my nerves yeah, because they have enough followers or yeah. because we t- when we take selfies, I get hits or something. So and I'm like, that's so dangerous, you guys. Like, please don't put a, um, oh my God, 
Please don't put a value on some human being because of how many followers they have. Because I got that blue check mark. That's creepy. Not the blue check mark. <laughs> like, I'm just like, please, please know that Instagram can go away tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, God, you know. Uh, See, low I key. got to that point where I was like. You want that? I, I don't know. Sometimes. I mean, I don't want to like be the person like I'm taking a, you know, social media break and like more power. And then you tell everyone you're just like, yeah, just get off. I get off a little bit. (laughs) Goodbye. You know, I won't creep around. Like I just, you have those days where you're not trying to like be a part of that community. Like do that, but don't. I mean, for mental health, it's so like wild. Yeah. This social media, because you could have had the best day and you just scroll. You're one photo away from being like, it wasn't the best day because this person did this today. Yeah. And you're just, it's, Vlad's not on the internet. He has his own his own Instagram and he'll you, if you look at his feed, Vlad's my husband. If you look on his feed, it's all photos of me or the kids because it's only on, on on holidays. That's happy cute. birthday, happy anniversary, happy. That's how Andrews is. And too. it's really cute because it. he made a choice for his I can't wait for him to be on the show as long as well as Andrew. But he made a mental health choice. He's like, I'm jealous. Yeah. When I could have done the best thing in the world, but I get jealous if I yeah. see someone else doing something. And it's, I, I feel secure enough not to take it that far. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm, I'm still on the internet. Yeah. But also like watch yourself. Like if you can't handle it, the world is so much bigger. Take the a world, step back. Don't cut yeah. that person down. Exactly. If it's for promotional use and you need it for business. Yeah. You know, Obviously. I just start asking myself that. Like I, my uh, Instagram is Erica Hare. And it used to be only hair pictures. And now it's only like pictures, pictures of me being cute. Yes. Well, that, okay. So I Which went we that. love. It was hair. And then it turned into single mom Erica that was like knew I was fine as hell. And I wanted, like, I'll say it. Like, I wanted to find a man. Do not tell me that Instagram is not a dating app. Okay. First of all. <laughs> and second of all, get a hold of yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Anyways, so there was like their little thoughty phase, little hoe phase where I was like posting these like pictures of me looking fucking good. I don't really edit my shit, by the way, people. So I actually don't edit at all. No offense to anybody that does. But I was putting myself out there doing my thing and now I have a family. And so like that's the direction I went in. And so if I look at Instagram and say, do I want to get off of it? And I have to tell myself, well, am, am I on it for work? I'm not. So I can't make that excuse of like, I can't just get off of it for a little while or da, da, da. But now that we're moving in this direction with podcasts, I yeah. feel like now it's going to go there. Like less, not so much that I don't want my family, but I want my identity there too. You know, it's and not And I want just, you to be fully you, Erica. And I love you for all of you. I love you for you too. Yeah. Girl. And I, I never want you to, don't change, girl. <laughs> never change. <laughs> I think to wrap this episode, I just want to kind of inject like how I'm healing now <clears throat> after all the crazy roller, roller coaster of life as I'm like choking and how I heal today. And truly it is through play. Yeah. Through music. Music really heals me. me I too. dance every single day. I need to get in the car sometimes and just drive around. You know what I mean? It's hard to like tune in when you've got mm-hmm. little kids. Yeah. I'm always listening to music. I am always running around. I love being like cute with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And just like we play, play with dates. each other, we send memes to each other, me yeah. and you. Oh my God. And I just love when I'm, there's nothing like being with your girls and you're just laughing yeah. like crazy. Yeah. Dancing around, wearing your cute outfits. I think I love dressing up. I, I love dress fashion. I dress up for my girlfriends. Yeah. It sounds not so funny. It's like, like, I love fashion, but it's, cool. it is true. And I love my own style. I'm not like trying to. Stay with the yes, friends. Yes, exactly. Yeah, dressing up with Same. your girlfriends, like us having all like our original, you know, mm-hmm. looks and styles. Yes. And just like fucking around and being inspired by each other, talking yeah. shit, not about other I'm girls. I'm so silly. Like I, my friend, like I'm goofy. I am so goofy. Yes, and I just, that's the truth. if I can't feel like we can be silly and laugh or I just, I say just a create like sound bites, just funny sound bites. And we're right. just making each other feel comfortable. I feel so safe when yeah. I feel like we're, especially in the, that founder culture, entrepreneur culture, mm-hmm. sometimes it just feels like everyone's performing. Right. Freelance life and people have to like, you know, like walking in that build room. your brand. Not, Hustler culture, yeah. girl boss. Girl did not say girl boss to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just like, I feel like sometimes I'm like an anti founder. Like I'm not, I'm not, the prototype. Yeah. 
I'm an exception to the rule yeah, sometimes. And if you feel me, you feel me. If you don't, there's so many incredible outlets for you. I just, I am not polished. Get I'm messy. and find a mom group. Exactly. exactly. So many out there. I'm, I'm messy sometimes. And I really think playing with your homegirls and um, just being joyful against all odds, because we all been through some crazy shit is where we're going to all heal and get through this. Get through, We're going to be get like... Get closer with people, not sit there and isolate yourself because you feel different or... Exactly. You, it's, you know, I think as we get older and as mothers, like we want... For me, as a single mom, I felt like the odd man out. You mm-hmm. know, women were weird. They got their husbands and I'm over here, you know, however the fuck I dress. Figuring it out. And I'm fun and I'm cute and I, you know, whatever. And so I had a hard time like finding my circle of friends as a mom. Cause I kind of didn't mean to, but I ditched my old friends, you know, the drinking and drugging friends. Like I couldn't do that as much. I, there was still the, the people that I kept with me obviously and had my fun, but I didn't want, I didn't know how to find moms that were like me. And yeah. like, I always looked at fashion mamas. So I was like, Oh my God, that's so cute. But I don't know if I'm like ready for that or if I can make mom friends like you were that. really looking. I didn't even yeah, know. I was creeping a little bit, but Yay. I just, I was just like, Oh, but I'm a single mom and all these moms look so wholesome and they're having these events and da da da. And their husbands are with them, you know? And so as I've gotten older, I realized I need a crew. I need my mom friends who are like me, like-minded. Uh, there's some out there, you know, that like are different than me and whatever we can get down to. But I want my kids to have a circle of friends too. Like I don't want them to isolate. Like right, I right, used right. to yeah. a lot, you know, like my parents were kind of lazy sometimes. So I didn't have like, you know, I didn't get driven to the parties or group that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I want so to So now you to have like, community now. Yeah, yeah. Fight my anxiety, get out there, have my community. Like you're saying, have fun, play with your friends, get your kids out there, do the same thing. Like show them that, you know, it's good to have friends. It's good to have people outside of your family even, you know, cause like yeah. growing up, not having that and then getting older and being like, Ooh, like being a hater. Yeah. Cause really you're just projecting. Yeah. When I, um, even those, cause we really want to make this, um, for parents and non-parents. So we want yes. all humans to listen to this. Yes, yes. So if you hear any of what we're saying, just related to community for all, like yeah. anyone who feels like an outsider. I mean, me and Erica were writing for the weirdos here. Like we are here, we are outsiders. We have been through the ringer. And if you can identify with that, just know that you are so not alone. Your weirdest thoughts, I promise you, we would probably laugh with you. We would probably be like girl or boy or anyone or them. We are with you on that journey. And you're going to hear so much more about everything that we've been through. We'll have a lot of um, we're going to recall a lot of memories, some of them wild, some of them hard, some of them very joyful. And also like, we want to know, we're obviously we're going to have guests and that's going to be fun as fuck because there's going to be some real cool people coming out. Um, and the weirdos and the nerds and whatever, but do you want, do you more, like our rants or are you scared right now? <laughs> or do you want like some real shit from us or like, are we annoying you? Like, let us know. Don't be a hater, but let us know. Like, do you want to hear us? giving our opinions and living our lives and telling you what we've been through, what we go through daily or, you know, us as moms, us as non-moms. I feel like we talked about non-mom life more than we just talked about mom mom life. So do you want us to be all over the place? Do you want to be a part of that? Or do you, are there too many podcasts like that? Or are there too many podcasts of people interviewing people? Like we can go, we want to go in a direction that's fun. Yeah. We want the fun. We don't want to stay in the box. We don't want to force it. We want to be organic. I mean, you can definitely Yeah. I just, because of, we have the mamas making it summit. I talk about balancing work, work life and motherhood so much that I'm hoping listeners will join us on this journey of just talking about the human experience and talking with all walks of life. And we will always organically share our anecdotes about being a mother because it's in our blood. Like it happens every day. And ask questions if you want to know like yeah. about, or you like our mothering style or you see us on Instagram, like doing our thing and yeah. it's inspiring to you. Like maybe we'll do some Q and a ones too. Yeah, like we will cute. take messages from the DMS or questions from the DMS and we'll just answer them. Yeah. On the spot. <gasps> Are we getting a hotline? Are we? Oh my God. Hold on. Oh real quick. God, you remember back hot- in the day yeah. when you would call in and do your like voice message thing? Yeah. Just to bring that up. We're not oh going to do that. Oh, my God. 
Oh my God. Music in the background. Yes, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. And then you would gradually, like the music would go down. Right, right, right. It's like, it'll be like blasting, like stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop. And you're like, Hey guys, it's Natalie. Uh, drop a line. Yeah, <laughs> drop a line. Babe. How much were you saying? Drop a line. Oh my then. god! Absolutely. Drop me a line. Oh, I'm so sweet. I love it. Well, I love you, and this was fun. I, love uh, you. I think we are going to be talking to guests real soon. I cannot wait to share the lineup with you guys. And I think there's more non-moms. Oh my god, there are more non-parents coming on. We're enough mom for everyone, trust, True. but it's going to be so fun relating to people beyond being mothers. Or even if you see moms or friend of our, friends of ours on our Instagrams and stuff that you're like, oh my God, like you're curious about them or they're cool and you want to know, like maybe if you hit us up, maybe we can ask them to come through and do this with us. Right. I mean, that'd yeah. be fun. It'd be perfect if they're asking, we're like, girl, it was already on the yeah, schedule. Yeah, exactly, Get ready. Exactly. We're on the same wavelength, friends. Um, well, we will talk to you real soon. And I think that's a wrap, my friend. What drop us think? a line. Drop, <laughs> drop a line at the beep. Beep.